Welcome back to The Melancholy Condition. I am your host, Darius Velasquez, and you're listening to Season 3. Enjoy. Here's an ad. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money from podcasts? The answer to every single one of these questions is pretty simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. The reason why I love Anchor is just because it's easy. It's simple. It's on my phone. I don't use any exterior hardware. I don't got to do anything really, but just pick up my phone, open the Anchor app, press record, invite my guests, and boom, you have the melancholy condition. So if you want to start your podcast, do so today. Go to anchor.fm. Hello? There it is. Ah, You know what it was? The do not disturb. Really? Yes. Yes. And I guess it mutes it or mutes the mic. I mean, I I, I guess. I mean, I don't know, but you I I did both. I took the Wi-Fi off and I um, did the do not disturb. So either way, you're here now. Hi. Yes. What's going on, Angela? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm great. Oh, you say I remind you of your grandmother. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Like exactly the same cadence in your voice and everything. It kind of tripped me out when I heard your voice message. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. When I read your message, I was like, oh, did I trigger? And it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't seen her in a couple years. So uh, I just, it like kind of took me back uh, to be honest with you. Like when I was a kid and I'd hear her at the, like the family cookouts and stuff like right. that, she'd be screaming my name. Yeah, I was like, oh, that one hit home. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> well, I, thing, guess, I guess that's that's what did it because I'm actually on a call because I, again, you know, when I'm doing, when I'm recording, I hit the do not disturb mm-hmm. and it, of course, you know, it mutes everything. So I'm assuming it muted my voice. <laughs> yeah, that was probably it. Um, Yay, well, good. So let's, now I have you. Right, right. Um so unfortunately, I do have another recording at eleven ten, which is in about thirty minutes. So I'm gonna give it a countdown, and I just want to get straight to it. What if we can squeeze everything into thirty minutes? Absolutely awesome. If okay. we need to reschedule for more time in your future, I'm a hundred percent open to doing that. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's fine. Um, I think thirty minutes would would probably be more than enough. Okay, cool, cool. So we'll go five, four, three, two, and one. We're live. Welcome back to the Melancholy Condition. I am sitting here with Angela Marshall. Angela, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, thank you for having me, Darius. I appreciate it to all of your viewers and listeners out there. Hi, it is Angela Marshall. I am uh, just a woman on a global mission to celebrate, motivate, illuminate, and liberate others through my words, work, and wisdom. I love one it. Thing, yeah, one thing that I have been on a journey is sharing my platform, which is the story and life of an ex-NFL wife. Not necessarily telling all about the good and the glamour and the glitz and whatnot, but um, also talking about my mental state 
during that particular time. And now that I'm able to overcome or I have, you know, overcome a lot of stuff and then I'm still kind of like in the, I guess, in the trenches, so to speak, trying mm-hmm. to maintain, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a, it's been an incredible journey. So I just want to be able to share that with people just to let them know that, you know, you too can make it through. You too can make it through. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right. What exactly, um, in in the sense of like the things that you're going through and the things that you're sharing, well, what is it okay. that your, uh, your, your goal is to achieve? Okay, absolutely. So I am a firm believer in when you define who you are, that no one can find you to who you were. So at that particular time during the NFL lifestyle, and actually before, I've, I'm finding more and more that a lot of things that I'm attempting to overcome and coming out uh, a victor as, a, as opposed to a victim, it actually started in my childhood. Like I, I always felt like I was an out of place puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. I had low self-esteem, you know, which is really irony to some because I'm considered this light skinned, you know, black female with what some consider good hair and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so, but I didn't consider myself as being pretty. I just thought, I just knew that I looked different from everybody else that was in my surroundings. And then, you know, not growing up with my biological parents, mother nor father, feeling abandoned, rejected. So all of these things, you know, only having high school education because I got pregnant early. So it's just Mm -hmm. like a lot of choices, a lot of bad choices that I made early on in life followed me and it affected my mentality, which, you know, a lot of people don't understand that over time, things that you endure as a child, as a preteen, as a teen, as a young adult, if you do not face those and you don't, you know, turn those negatives or those sad, uh, you know, disparaging situations into a positive, it will still affect you. It will follow you. And so that's, that's what ended up happening throughout the NFL career, for my with my ex-husband so he and I we had children you know very early we met in high school had children early and then you know like I said it was just like one spiral down after another and I'm not blaming anything or anyone for that you know for the decisions or choices that I made however the thing about it is is that I needed to put in the work and I know a lot of people hear that and they're like well but you know if you're in a depressed state or if you're you know if you suffer through melancholy you know how what do you mean you need to put in work because one you feel like really there is no work to be done because sometimes you're just sad or you're depressed for no apparent reason because life is actually good or it's okay Mm -hmm. um but it's not you know uh one of those things that you can just turn the switch on or you know on or off yeah, and then yeah. boom, there it is right absolutely so for me I just you know I was just really had to get sick and tired of myself and we just you know I just decided to make a change and do things differently well good good I'm glad and you know it's actually it's it's crazy whenever you know those kind of things happen just because like you said life can be at its peak and mm-hmm. you know that those emotions can still come around. And I think a lot of people don't understand that they typically will be like, Oh, well, you have a good life. You don't have a reason to be sad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's one of the things for me that was synonymous because a lot of people, you know, they always felt like that. It was like, 
Well, I mean, but you have money. You have this. You have this particular lifestyle, that particular lifestyle. How dare you, you know, say that you are like this victim or you are depressed or you, you know, you, you necessarily don't have a right to have anxiety or just, just be sad. Yeah. But it wasn't because of anything that was outer. And that's what I'm trying to really reach people. It was all inner. Now I understand, you know, there are a lot of circumstances outside. People have, you know, uh, different issues and problems that they're faced with every single day. I'm not trying to make light of that at all. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is that usually what happens in, in my case for me, it was all inner because I had a lot of just junk and gunk and just different things where I just, I never felt good enough. I never felt like I was in a position to, you know, to have an amazing life. I never gave myself, I guess, uh, if you would, that permission to just be great, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it, it makes a difference. You know, those struggles, they, they make a difference when you don't really feel like you're worthy or that you have value. And that's another reason why I always exhort people. I tell them, please, 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 you know, say hello to people, give a smile, give a pat on the back or touch, you know, another human from time to time, just to give them that human connection. Because sometimes that's all it really takes is to let somebody, you know, know that you see them or that they matter. Yeah. And I guess a lot of, a lot of people didn't do that for me because being in the, the NFL lifestyle, they thought, on the outside looking in, you know, I just had the greatest, had the greatest life ever. And it was good materialistic wise, monetary wise, glitz and glamour. But inside, I was like really, really dying. Now, um, just out of curiosity, was that because of, as you said before, the the past um, trauma, so to say? Yes, okay. one hundred percent. You know, because it and it started, wasn't a reflection of the relationship itself, right? No, absolutely okay. not, absolutely not. And see, that's the difference with my book, the story and life of a, of an ex NFL wife, and my story because, like, my ex husband and I, Arthur Marshall, we are friends. He supports my platform one hundred percent. I'm not male bashing. I'm not bashing him. I'm not bad mouthing the NFL. I'm not denouncing money because you need money to live. Yeah, absolutely, to live and absolutely. To be comfortable. It's not about that. This is solely about telling people that even with all of those comforts, I was a complete mess, but it was, you know, it was, it was all inner, you know, it started with my mom, you know, just not feeling that I, that I mattered to her because I was raised by my, by my grandparents. So I felt rejected. I felt abandoned and it just carried over. And I'll tell you this, you know, sometimes it still stings a little bit. You know, if I get a rejection notice or email or or letter that says, you know, no, you know, we don't want to interview her or your platform is this or that. It's like I still go into that little girl, <laughs> that little shell. Really? Sometimes. Interesting. Yes. Even now, even now, I, I will, re- you know, kind of revert, go in inwardly. And, uh, you know, I have to really look at myself and give affirmations. That's one of the tips that I want, the tips and triumphs that I want to give to your listeners affirmations and confirmations of self-love um, of self-reflections is so important i wear clothing that everything that i want in my life that i want to attract in my life that i want to put on in my mind i wear it to constantly remind myself i do post-it notes with different affirmations i do you know whether my shirt sometimes they say blessed they say love they say unstoppable it says blessed uh you matter smile or, or whatever mm-hmm. anything to remind me that you know i'm awesome yeah absolutely (laughs) that's good though that's that's really good just because i think a lot of the times 
with the society that we live in, we tend to look at everybody else, like almost how everybody else projects themselves and we forget to project ourselves in that kind of same manner. You know what I mean? Regardless if that person's drowning inside, you'll never know. All you're seeing is this outward projection. And sometimes it can be intimidating. Masks and layers. Mm-hmm. Masks and layers. And I did that for so many years. I tell you what, societal pressure is a beast. Yep. And if you don't take control of your mind, it will have you in a whirlwind you will be spinning wheels. You'll be like, what is it? The tumbleweeds floating to and to and fro constantly because you will never be able to measure up because by the time you get, you know, this particular style trend, this do, this don't or whatever, it's, it's on to the next one. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's no real fulfillment or satisfying moment when you live according to either other people or societal pressures. So that's one of the things that I'm a real advocate for is people, you know, living vicariously through themselves. Now, don't get me wrong. There's certain trends, certain styles that I adore that I even, you know, I buy into, but I don't wear it for it, for it to make me feel like, you know, for uh, that I have value or worth. It's just, you know, I like that particular hoodie or I like this particular style. But now I know when I put those things on, it's like, I'm Angela Marshall and I'm, I'm Angela Marshall, the dynamic, the phenomenal, the amazing. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a different, yeah, it's a different mindset, you know? So with, um, I mean, I really, I really do like that. That's, you know, you kind of putting yourself on a, almost like a pedestal, but not in an egotistical way, more in a confident way. You know what I mean? In which I think some more people need to learn how to do just because I think, like I said, you know, with all these societal constructs, people forget to give themselves that gratification. You know, we bend over backwards trying to work towards something based on other people's expectations and you forget to reward yourself and people distance themselves from themselves. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 100%. I am, you know, I push upon people, encourage yourself, empower yourself you know, do things for yourself just because the same love and the care and the respect and loyalty that you give to other people, you have to do it for yourself. Because if you don't, you know, you'll end up in this uh, condition, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, could be financially, where you won't be able to do anything for anybody, let alone yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to make sure that there's somewhat of a balance. And I'm, and I'm not, you know, uh, gullible enough to think that Everything is going to always balance out in your life. You know, certain things, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. But the thing about it is, is just making sure that you 100% take care of yourself and how we think about other people, how we feel about other people. Oh, I think she's so great or he's so this or, you know, uh, just making sure that we are uplifting them. You have to do it for yourself. I am constantly writing in my journal, telling myself how great I am. And honestly, I don't view that as you know, something to be boastful or being egotistical because there isn't, there's not one egotistical bone in my body. I'm Mm -hmm. just very, very sure about who I am. And I want to be my best self to me first. So then I can be my best self to others. And it starts with me. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I think a lot as well, just to add on to that is understanding the difference between ego and being selfish because 
being selfish isn't always egotistical. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You have to watch your own back. You have to be there for you whenever no one else is there for you. You know what I mean? You have to make sure you have at least yourself to fall back onto because if you're setting up all these expectations of other people, right? And you're looking for um, this person to bring you gratification because you're doing this for them, right? You're doing uh, favors for your friends and your family and your spouse and people that you're in a relationship with. And you're setting up the expectation that as long as you keep a good relationship with these people, then you will be gratified. But if anything were to ever happen within those relationships immediately, who do you have, who do you have to fall back onto? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because they're the one that they're, that's giving you the validation. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to give the validation to yourself first, you know, being what others wanted me to be made me absolutely miserable. I'll give you one good example. For years, I only wore designer labels from head to toe because I thought I needed those things to make me more attractive, more powerful. But now that I know who Angela is, it doesn't matter whether I'm wearing Prada or Nada. I, my value, <laughs> my, my value is in Angela Marshall. It's not in Prada. And hey, kudos to Prada, DNG, and whoever else. Hey, I, the the struggle, the the um, the grind is real. The hustle, love it, love some of their their things. But when I, if I put those labels on, you know, whether it's Target or who, whoever. I am more confident in who I am and what I bring to it rather than what it brings to me. Society and those type things will always leave you unfulfilled, not to mention feeling never good enough. You know, so that's Mm -hmm. why you have to really, really zone in. You have to hone in on who you are, what you are, why you are. You know, you just really have to just build yourself up to be the baddest person on the earth. And then, you know, when you, like you said, if those things are stripped away, if there's a particular relationship or friendship or partnership that goes south, then you're not feeling like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like my life is over because you know that you are still a complete and whole person with or without them. You're still a complete and whole person with or without Burberry, with or without, (laughs) you know. And on the, on the topic of designer, I just want to say real quick. I've had quite a few designer articles of clothing, whether it be belts, jackets, shirts. I When I lived in California, I used to go just because I was in that same position. I, I get exactly where you're coming from. I would go and do work at Barnes & Noble, and I'd sit dead in the middle with a Gucci polo on just because I thought, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, wanted yeah. people to look at me, and I'll tell everybody that's listening right now, unless you constantly buy designer, nobody knows what it looks like. Nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> knows it's Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's printed on big letters in the back on your shoulders. Yeah. Nobody knows the leather jacket. Besides right now, after I say it, the leather jacket that I'm always wearing is a $1,500 Armani jacket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody knows that, though. Nobody yeah. can, is going to come up to me and be like, let me see the zipper. What, what's That's the right. brand? You know what I'm saying? That That is absolutely correct. Because the thing is, is that the jacket does not give you value unless you give it permission to be your power. Absolutely. And we shouldn't do that. You should never, ever give things or people, you know, uh, your power, bottom line. You know, for someone or something to, you know, project that that you're valuable because you have this or because you, you live here or because you drive this particular car mm-hmm. or you have on these type shoes, I, that's absolutely absurd. Now, in this mindset that I am now, and I think that, 
played another part as far as in my spiral, because again, you know, in that NFL lifestyle, you know, it's all about extravagant and extra. And again, don't get me wrong. I don't want nobody sending me anything <laughs> telling me, well, I saw you the other day and you had a this type bag on or whatever. Okay, absolutely. Because I like what I like. My mm -hmm. story and the content, what I'm trying to get across, my message is don't let those things give you value. You add value to them if you yep. so desire to buy them. And, you know, definitely don't go broke. <laughs> and don't yeah. you know get into this down and under uh you know mentality just because you feel like oh I can't afford that so you know that means I'm not uh, I'm not valuable I, and I, I talk about this in a lot of my interviews I have a phenomenal nine-year-old uh grandson Dion I absolutely love that kid because no matter what he has on and people will do that whatever that mess is with the what are those you know what, uh -huh, uh -huh. but my grandson you can tell he is 100% um, Angela Marshall, not this confident Angela Marshall, because he responds back, well, I like them, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. and I think it's so great <laughs> because it doesn't matter whether he has on Nikes or he has on something from Target or Kmart or whatever. He's just like, well, well, I like them. And yep. that, that is confidence, um, you know, that we all need to have and we all need to exude because the world will beat you down life your own mind your own mm -hmm. mind will beat you down just thinking that no Angela you know you're not good enough because today you know you're not rocking this or you you don't have this or you know someone else is in a bigger home than you or they have this more lavish and extravagant lifestyle and again my disclaimer I'm not knocking anybody that is doing well for themselves and and they are purchasing and they they have whatever but the thing about it is don't look down on me because I choose not to participate or I choose not to buy those things or buy into those things because it does not make me or break me. I am Angela Marshall, 100%. It doesn't matter about a label, a designer, or a trend or whatever else. Even, even with my hashtag, the story and life of an um, of a ex NFL wife, I am not that label. Mm -hmm. I am 100% Angela Marshall. That label is strictly for marketing purposes <laughs> because. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's an attractive name. Absolutely. And the world is so, you know, we're, we're just so consumed with celebrityism until if I were to try to put my story out there, which I did initially when I started this in 2016, 2017, you know, I may have gotten a few responses back Um as far as like recording shows and, and being interviewed, just a few. But now when either myself or my publicist, we put that in a tagline. Hey, we, you know, we got the story life of a former NFL wife. She wants to talk about depression, anxiety. Oh, oh, I'm in. Count me in. Mm -hmm, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so I'm just using that to get in the door. It's not like I go around and I'm walking into my favorite place and, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm a former NFL wife. A lot of people really don't know, to be honest. Yeah. They don't. They I mean, you know, it's it's more prevalent now because it's circulating. The book is circulating. The interviews are circulating. But what I'm saying is I am just a hometown Augusta, Georgia, you know, just regular female that wants to make a difference. And I don't want to make a difference through designers, labels, uh, you know, hashtags or whatever else. I want to make a difference through my testimony and I want people to be liberated and be free just like I am. Absolutely. And, you know, most people, most celebrities, you know, fighters, football players, whatever it is that you want to, you know, give these accolades to 
most of the time they're still just regular people. Well, all the time they're regular people. It's yeah, just yeah. This, it's just that some have these inflated, you know, mentalities because they they know that they're entitled and they know that people bow down to them. And those are the ones that, uh, you know, maybe a little status and, and power struck. Hey, not not a problem. I I, under, I understand, uh, you know, that mentality just like just like mm-hmm. the next person. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that when you have, you know, like the what 80 percent, 90 percent that will never be in that world, you can't heap or project, you know, your power or your symbolism on them just to make them feel like less than. Because, you know, they're not in a position that that you're in. Every single life and breath matters. And that's yep. what I want people to understand and, and know. Because, you know, we do. We we matter in a big way. Yes. Yes, I agree. Let's um use these last couple minutes to kind of give, like, any advice that you can give that's going to help people understand the reason you came on here today. I know we kind of had to cut things short. And then also go ahead and, like... Um, promote yourself with your website, your social media, your books, um, everything that you have out there. Absolutely. I will say that, you know, be mindful that not everyone along your journey is going to understand you, your decisions, your choices, but it doesn't make you less than do them anyway, because, you know, everybody else is taken. So you really have to just be uniquely you. If the rest of the world, I used this on an interview yesterday, it's kind of like the whiz. Have you seen that? Or are you too young to know what the whiz is? Whiz? What's the whiz? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You remember when he was like, <laughs> today is green. And then everybody was like, green is in. Tomorrow is red. And everything is red. You know, if we're just this one world that is going to just be a copycat or imitators of one mm-hmm. another, what fun is that? You know, where's the uniqueness in that? We're all individuals. Yep. So I would really, really exhort your viewers and your listeners to just be uniquely you, you know, no matter what. And then also from the standpoint of being, um, you know, taking care of yourself mentally, affirm yourself every single day. I mean, you know, remind yourself of who you are and just how great you are. And and no matter the circumstances, all my circumstances, even to this day, it's not like my finances are so great. My physical is so great. My mental, my emotional. I decide, you know, to just really look at the positives as opposed to the negatives. So you really have to get control of your mind the best way that you can, no matter whether that's confirmations, affirmations, get a buddy. Get a friend of a friend of a friend to, you know, just really hold you accountable and and, and lift you up in times of, of need when you're feeling, you know, maybe a little, uh, I guess, you know, not the best mentally. And the main thing is make sure that you are not under the gun for societal pressures ever, ever mm-hmm. in life. You know, just really discard all the, the junk from the TVs to the magazines to whatever else that, you know, they try to impose on us to, to give us value and give us work. Nah, don't even pay that any attention. It's not even, you know, it's, it's not even necessary because it's here today and gone tomorrow. As far as my website is concerned, people can reach me. I'm on every social media outlet, Angela Marshall, um, the story and life of an ex NFL wife. My website is www.inotherwordsbystone.com or for my wonderful Googlers, you can just Google Angela Marshall, Augusta, Georgia. And thank you so very much for giving me the opportunity to come on and, you know, just be on your show. 
and I hope that we can stay connected and, uh, you know, be able to make, you know, make a difference, continue to make a difference in the world. Absolutely. You know, I, I, it does bother me just a slight bit that we had those, you know, technical difficulties. You weren't <laughs> the first person that I had that with today. Um, the two guests that I had scheduled before you, we had some technical issues as well. So it was definitely um, stressful. But I d- do, whenever your schedule opens up, I do want to have you come back on and tell a little bit more in depth of your backstory, just so people can get a little bit more of that information. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much again. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You know, this past 30 minutes has been very informing and hopefully the listeners out there um, enjoyed just what we have here. Um, I know it's half of what I usually do, but (laughs) I do think it's definitely valuable. Yes, yes. It's all every life, every sentence, even things that, you know, maybe a little, you know, out there, I guess. All of that, it, it still matters because either someone, we're teaching people what to do or you're teaching people what not to do. Yep, <laughs> so, yep. So, so it all matters. You you rock, Darius. Thank you I so appreciate much. you, Angela. We'll stay in touch, okay? I can't right. wait to hear from you. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Put your head on my Shoulder